Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. As we wake up this morning, we have a lot of things in our mind. We have a lot of plans. We have a lot of desires what to do. We are weighing the, the pros and cons, the advantages and the disadvantages. What we are going to do, we cannot do everything, but we have to do something. And that something must be the will of God. And that is why Today's episode in our God's Word for Today devotional is very important for us to recognize that we should consult God and able to discern God's will because the will of God is our pursuit every day to do and to accomplish. So let me read our script scriptures today in James chapter 4, verse 13 to 17 for our God's Word for Today devotional. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do, and fails to do it for him, it is sin. So let it be that we'll always be aware that when we plan, we are limited and we have a lot of, of shortcomings that we should recognize that only God can give us wisdom so that we will say, if the Lord wills, we will do this or that, just as James exhorted us to do in this particular scriptures. James has addressed perhaps to some individuals among them who were presumptuous. And these people express their arrogance by making decisions without God. So they presume that they can control their plan and their tomorrow. And their boasting is evil. They said, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Now, this attitude is no different to the rich fool that Jesus mentioned in his parable in Luke 12, verse 16 to 21. We don't have time to read that, but this rich fool one day woke up and he said to himself, wow, I had a lot to produce, but my warehouses or bodega are small. So this is what I'm going to do. I will tear down my barns or bodega and build a bigger one and then put my Produce there, and I will say to my soul, eat, drink, and marry, and be merry, for you have more, many days or many food, much food for the many days ahead. But he was referred by Jesus as the rich fool because he planned, he, he tried to control his future when he could not. He, he did not place God into his plan or he did not include God into his plan and he removed God in his life. So a proud person is like that. He is always presumptuous. And because of pride, because of this haughtiness, that is the sure path to destruction. As Solomon says in Proverbs, Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty or proud spirit before a fall. And then in verse 25, Proverbs 16, verse 25, he moved on to say, There is a way that seems right to a man, 
but its end is the way to death. So practically this is the way of the presumptuous, the proud. He thought that he can handle his life in the future. Seems right to him, but the end of it is destruction. This overconfidence of the self, of being proud, being presumptuous, is very blinding. James is referring to this man who is making a business plan, vowing to keep them in his own power and by the force of his will, that after two two years or few years, he can earn profit. That is, he is oblivious that he cannot control over his life. Now, this kind of thinking, worldly thinking, was prevalent. And even today, this is the prevalent thinking. You invest in that, you engage in that business or whatever, and the only, you're already counting the eggs and the profit and what would be what would be produced and they they base this on their own experience and from the books that they read and and they base them from their observations around the world or around uh, the business world and they considered everything except god they don't pray because they don't have a relationship with god anyway so just like them, these people that James addressed became oblivious to their limitations or shortcomings. They forget that their lives are short, uncertain, like a mist that vanishes away in a moment. So James asked this question to them, what is your life? Perhaps for them to think about, Perhaps for us to think about, what is your life? Your life is just very short. It's like a vapor. It's like a mist. It appears for a little while, and then it will vanish away. Let's not be proud and presumptuous, because we don't know tomorrow. Do we know what would happen tomorrow? Of course not. No one of us can predict or control the future. Thus, Jesus says to us, in Matthew 6.34, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. If we are related with the Lord Jesus Christ, let's not worry about tomorrow. He is the one who is in control of tomorrow. As the saying goes, we don't know our tomorrow, but we know him, the Lord, who knows our tomorrow. What then are we supposed to do? According to James here, we ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. In other words, let us seek the mind of God. We let us pray. Let us commit everything in prayer, whatever it is. We are not going to worry about anything, but bring everything in prayer. He promised, or Jesus promised, in John 15 verse 7, if we abide in him and his words abide in us, we can ask whatever we wish and it will be done for us. It does not mean that we have a blanket authority when we pray, if we abide in Christ, but we know that if we abide in him, we will determine what is his will, what is important to him, what is precious to him. His heartbeat become, becomes our heartbeat. That's why we'll know his will. So that John corroborated this 
truth in 1st John chapter 5 verse 14 and 15 and let me read and this is the confidence that we have toward God or toward him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us see that statement we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the request that we have asked of him in other words when we plan and we seek his will, we seek his, his, his um, guidance, then he will answer us. And he will do it because it's not our plan anyway. It's his plan. Don't forget that God has no aversion unto us when we plan. God has no aversion if we plan. But if it is a plan without him, he is not pleased with him. In fact, it's a sin. The only plan that will work is God's plan. He is not denying sound and God-led plan. He wants us to be consulted. And he was, we must be number one when we are going to decide and make plans. Let us therefore commit our work to the Lord and our plans will be established. That's what Solomon said in Proverbs 16 verse 3. Here, James exhorts us to carry with us an awareness that every moment, every movement, we should be dependent on God's grace, mercy, and will. There is no exception. This is the right thing to do. As James said here, if you know what is the right thing to do and you fail to do it, you sin. Failure to acknowledge God in our plans is not just morally wrong, but it is sin. Let us not go pres presuming that everything will be okay without prayer, without committing everything in the Lord. You have much to do. I have much to do. But we can accomplish this only if we consult God's will or God and what is His will. You know, if we have a lot of things to do, sometimes we are tempted to rush and never pray because we thought that, oh, I have a lot of things to do. I should not spend a lot of time wasting time or praying. Why should I pray when I have a lot of things to do? And we end up our lives, our day, messing up, unproductive. And it seems that things are not connecting and tying up neatly. Because the Lord wants us to recognize that we are not the one in control. He is the one in control. So thank God for this reminder this morning. Let us commit our day. Let us commit our plans. Let us commit the moments, the, the things that we are planning to do today. Shall we? Father, we thank you that this passage, this part of the episode of James is really very appropriate for us today, Lord, that we are we are reminded to not be presumptuous and proud. We want to recognize, Lord, that we are nothing apart from you. We are desperate, Lord, today of your wisdom and guidance. Lord, we have a lot of things in our minds, Lord, what to do today. People we meet, people whom we are going to talk to, decisions to be done. Lord, we don't know what will happen on the road. We are not know what will happen on that meeting, in our work today, in our family. 
Lord, we want to submit everything to you. Lord, we want to lay everything before you. Guide us, Lord. We want to trust you that you are going to guide us on what we are going to do today, Lord. Thank you that you are our God who promised that if we trust you in everything and lean up unto our own understanding and acknowledge you in everything we do, you are going to direct our paths. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.